You're listening to Mortgage 101, your guide to home ownership with Clinton Wilkins and myself, Todd Vino. In this segment, we talk to special guest, James Dwyer. We talk about the current state of the market. Competition amongst home buyers. Why home buyers are becoming more conservative. And the hot areas to buy a home in HRM. We're going to uh, be talking to James Dwyer as well, a local realtor, correct? Yes, we are. I think, James, we have James on the line. Yes, you do. James, are you with us? I am indeed. Hey, James, how, ex- how excited were you when we gave you a call and we told you that we wanted to have you on the show? I mean, if you were already about a 5 or 7 out of 10, did it take you to an 11 out of 10? I don't know if you can get to 11, but definitely a solid 10 out of 10, Love no it. doubt. Love All it. right, good Love stuff, it. good stuff. And it's fall into home ownership right now. Fall is a great time to talk real estate and we really are waiting to hear your your you know advice on what's going on here in the market this fall mm-hmm. season. You mm-hmm. know, fall is a very interesting time, yep. I think. And uh, yep. you know, we just want to get some of your insights. Yeah. So uh, you know, I think take, taking this back just a little bit of a step here that you know since uh, you know we had the, the big adjustment in last year, um, you know, prices have remained uh, relatively steady throughout. Uh, throughout the entire year here and volume uh has definitely picked up i think a big part of the environment situation right now is that a lot of people have started to kind of adjust to the environment um that that shock and awe effect is kind of worn off now mm-hmm. and you know um we're starting to see a, a big pushback in from first-time home buyers uh coming back into the marketplace we're starting to see a little bit more of the you know, uh, upgrading to the, you know, to, to the bigger family home, you know, the long-term purchase. And uh, yeah, it, it, it's definitely, uh, de- definitely good to see, see the activity kind of returning right now. Yeah. Okay. So the market itself, is it somewhat unpredictable or, 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 or is it at this point in, in your career, can you kind of predict it or never? Is it always kind of just yeah, never know I mean, what's going to happen? You know, I mean, the last couple of years have been very unpredictable for sure, but yeah. You know the fundamentals of, of kind of how the ebb and flow of our market uh, uh, works has hasn't really changed. So you know you get that strong spring, that strong fall market. Um, you know that you know it's definitely a galvanizing factor in the market. Uh, things like you know, uh, you know interest rate changes and all those mm-hmm. you know those are are, are are temporary. But you know the overall kind of you know uh, movement in the market of spring and fall. And and like I said, now that you know, things have kind of settled down quite a bit. We're starting to see a big return on, on the buying side. Now, we're seeing more people getting accepted offers now. And I think some of these mm-hmm. people that we had pre-approved over the last two and three years, there was some fatigue mm-hmm. from first-time home buyers because, you know, they were coming into yeah. these situations where there was just so many multiple offers. Give us a mm-hmm. little insight on what's going on, uh, you know, with the properties that are listed. Are we seeing multiple mm-hmm. offers? Like, where is that competition? Like, what is it yeah, looking I- like right now? Overall, in the marketplace, we are still seeing a little bit of competition. Primarily, it's in the kind of uh, entry level. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it being the biggest you know portion of the buying pool, um, and and again, it's it's one of our you know weaker areas for inventory. Uh, we still see a bit of competition there, but you know the good news on that is you know buyers have become much more savvy and a lot more conscious of of, of pricing. We're starting to see a lot more kind of a studying of the market, studying of the prices you know, understanding what it takes now. And, 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 you know, we're not seeing any more of these outrageously over asking prices, mm-hmm. very much more reserved and conservative. Um, and, and, you know, I think that's, I think that's a, a win for everybody. What would you consider an entry level home now realistically for price? I'm talking. Yeah. For price, I would say you're probably in that, 
you know, around 400, mm-hmm. uh, you know, pre-pandemic, it was around two and a quarter mm-hmm. or so. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so the, so the way I kind of look at this now is, the, uh, you know, the floor pricing has kind of forever changed. Um, but when you kind of get into the higher end stuff, we're starting to see a little bit of a lag in the marketplace. There's not nearly as much activity as mm-hmm. there once was. Define higher um, end. What are you talking? 750? Kind of. Kind of in that one million plus one million range, or seven fifty, seven fifty, seven fifty plus kind of range. Um, the buying pool obviously is, uh, has always been a smaller buying pool, and I think interest rates may have had uh, just made that buying pool a little bit more smaller. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that, James. It seems like mm-hmm. I think, and and you can speak to the median mark, but I think the median price is somewhere in the five, five and a quarter, five forty, five fifty, yeah. and. You know, those seem to be, you know, that's hot. I think at the kind of entry level, there's not as many actually happening. And I think the ones that do yep. happen, either the, either the property needs a lot of work or it's going into a more rural mm-hmm. type setting. And mm-hmm. it seems these five and 600,000, like that's where the most activity, I'll say four to 600,000 seems to be yeah. kind of the most. Yeah, seems to be and the best spot right now. The ones that are buying 600,000 to a million, these people are still getting a mortgage, right? Mm-hmm. And I think... With getting a mortgage and where the rates are, these are often people not buying their first home. Usually they're selling another home and they're buying this new property. And I think some of these buyers are just like, you know what? We have a low rate or we have a decent amount of you know mortgage owing on our existing. We're going to stay the course right now in our existing home versus buying up. Are you seeing that? Like, are you seeing that for some home buyers buying, but the people that are buying up maybe slowing? Is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah, definitely. I mean, when you look at that kind of scenario, we definitely see where, you know, a a homeowner, maybe, you know, say they they purchased a house the last couple of years, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, they're still kind of on the tail end of their uh, pre-existing term. And, you know, the math's just not making sense to, one, make the upgrade, spend more money, and then then changing interest rates. And so that can be a little bit more difficult pill to swallow. So we are starting to see a little bit of a pause there. Say, hey, you know what? I'll wait a year. I'll wait six months or whatever that term of that mortgage is and reevaluate the market reevaluate my house. Right? Uh, James, when you talk about uh, mer- or re- residences, areas that are really, really kind of hot, but in that affordable range, is it, uh, are you t- often, I think places like where I live, Spryfield, uh, I think uh, perhaps that might be one of those neighborhoods, mm-hmm. but and certainly yeah. not the only one. Uh, Timberley might nope. come to mm-hmm. mind. What are some mm-hmm. areas mm-hmm. where you're seeing kind of that four to $600,000 uh, density going yeah, on? So- Definitely got two two of the key pieces there. Uh, also throwing, you know, Coal Harbor is a really good, uh, attractive area for that price point. Uh, when you get into, um, I want to say the kind of older section of uh, of, uh, of, uh, of Bedford, like in behind Bedford, up in uh, kind of like Hamilton Plains, in the mm-hmm. Bedford area there, starting to see a little bit of. Uh, I think Sackville's uh, quite hot too. There. Yeah. Lake is another really mm-hmm. great area. Although Bay here in Cove, Sambro, um, and then even I still think. To this day, you know, the Muscadabba Harbor area is probably one of the more undervalued areas in the entire city. Um, and, and I think there's, a, there's good buys in that area. A uh, little bit more of a drive, but... Yeah, I guess it just uh, depends on how rural you want to be. Because, uh, you know, we well, are seeing, yeah. we're seeing, you know, first-time home buyers willing to go to Windsor or Truro. Yeah. And I have, like, Truro. I have like you know uh, people that work in Burnside. That I know. In Truro? Seriously. And I think there's a balance between going further and further out of town and your transportation costs. Cause obviously, as we know, mm-hmm. if you're going to live that far out, it's going to cost you a few bucks to do the commute, yeah. but maybe the cost of real estate is, you know, offsetting that higher transportation cost, maybe. Yeah. And another 
I, 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 I call this maybe a little bit strange, and it's something that I've not experienced in 17 years of being a mortgage broker, but I'm seeing first-time homebuyers moving to areas like New Glasgow yeah. because there's still a lot of services. It's kind of hip, but the prices are just low. And I know, now I know, James, yeah. you don't work necessarily in that area. Yeah. You're primarily like Halifax mm -hmm. and surrounding areas, but are you talking to customers that you know, really have a much wider kind of net in terms of geographic location? Yeah, it, it, definitely so. I mean, you know, and again, it comes down to that, you know, that flooring of pricing. Um, you know, it, you know, the big thing that I do see here in Nova Scotia is that when it comes to a first-time buyer, I mean, sure, you know, in, in most cases, they can afford to live in the city, but, mm -hmm. you know, they also want, you know, certain luxuries of life, you know, and things to be able to do that require money. So, you know, they, there like is that trade-off. Like going they out say, to eat hey, and going, I've got you a know, cheaper house. i got to totally. commute longer. But you mm -hmm. know what? I can do the vacations. I can do the holidays. I can do other things, mm -hmm. right? So it's all about that quality of life. And I think maybe some people are still working at home. You know, I go, yeah, to, I go to the office every day, but not everybody is. And I, that's one thing I kind of, yep. you know, forget about is the way people work today is different than the way people worked three years ago. Like, that's just reality. And yep. the customers that you're dealing with every day, do you see more people that are still working at home? Because obviously you, you're you with, oh, uh, yeah, you're with people a lot more than I'm with people. I'm yep. with people a couple hours, yep. right? You're with some people like 40 hours. So you really get to know them, yep. right? Um, yeah. Like, I mean, tell me like what people's situation is. We did. I've had clients coming in, uh, you know, came in from BC, worked mm -hmm. from home, you know, so so they, you know, they took advantage of, you know, some of the more cheaper oceanfront each year. Yep. Um, you know, I, I would say to you that two thirds of my buyer side are, you know, at least one of the, one of the two partners are, are, are still, are working from home. Interesting. What about yeah. the North End in Halifax, James? You know, um, I'll, I'll be honest with you, you know, it, it's always been a strong market in there. I think there's Are there any really listings, though? Are there any listings in the North End? Because the listings no, are pretty few and there. far between on the peninsula, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they are. And, and, and as far as the North End goes, I mean, I think once we kind of get this whole Cogswell exchange, all that yes. kind of stuff kind yes. of been sorted out, I think you're going to see a, a, almost a, another bump in the values in the North End as it's welcome back into the downtown core. I think that's what's going to flourish from whether it's businesses or homes and that sort of stuff. Well, I, I think that I think uh, the North End is pretty much downtown now. Yeah, it's pretty much downtown. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. you used to always say, like, North Street North was North End. Yeah. But, like, all yeah. of that is so urban. Yeah, the trade. Argyle, yeah. all that's all close by there, right? Uh, Agricola. Agricola, Yeah, it's sorry. all, like, yeah. so, you know, high on demand. Yeah, I see maybe like West End being more like outside of the core, but I think like South End, Downtown, North End is really all still really in the core of the city. Um, it is, 100%. And you know what? We see buyers that, I know there's still not a lot of listings, but I know you said Muscadaba was like the, maybe the most undervalued, but I think mm -hmm. close to Halifax, mm -hmm. Armdale is like a little best kept secret. Mm -hmm. what, about Clayton, what about Clayton yeah. Park? Clayton Park, don't hear much about Are that. Are you talking like the old Clayton Park? Yeah, old Clayton Park. Old Clayton Park all the way. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, you've got that 50s, 60s architecture. Yeah, that's, that's that really cool. Those subdivisions are nice. Yeah. I've seen some really good yeah. remodels in Clayton yeah. Park, yeah. and yeah. they look really, really good. Again, so close to the peninsula. Yep. And, you know, if you can yep. deal with that, maybe that slight commute or that Bedford Highway. Well, you, or you could go up Dunbrack if you wanted to uh, do Dunbrack for the commute. Yeah, and then, totally. And then down uh, yep. the Bear, Bears Road. Yeah, right? totally. Yeah. So I think, like, these, there's some certain pockets of the city that sometimes yep. people do not think about. And that's why it's so, so important, I think, to work with a realtor that you trust. So, James, we're going to give you the last word. Like, tell me about okay. how you pick a realtor. Real quick. 
Real quick, I'm picking a realtor. I think the fundamental thing you have to do is, is sit down with at least three real estate agents, you know, have a lengthy discussion, you know, you know, find out what services are being provided. And more importantly, make sure that somebody that you can mesh with, somebody that you know that, you know, you can entrust your purchase to be handled in such a way that your best interests are represented. Okay. James Dwyer, great stuff. Thanks so much, my friend. All right. Take care, guys. Thanks, James. Okay. Mortgage one one, your guide to home ownership. If you've liked what you've heard and you want to learn more, feel free to visit us online at teamclinton.ca.